Welcome to the CSP Bears podcast. I am your host, Tanner Peterson, and I am pumped to have you with us today. A little bit more about me. I'm a senior here at Concordia, and I'm studying sports psychology. I have a love for sports. I'm an avid fantasy football player, and I'm also the sports editor for the school newspaper, The Sword. That's enough about me. Here with the CSP Bears podcast, it's a podcast covering all the rumblings around Concordia University St. Paul Athletics. Each week, we'll have a guest interview to CSP. It might be a player, coach, alumni, professor. The options are really endless. Not only do I hope to keep you informed about the whereabouts and CSP athletics, but hope to have a little fun as well. This week, we have the big man on campus with us here today. Fresh off being named the Athlete of the Week in his first week on campus, I am excited to welcome senior quarterback Dom McKenzie. Welcome to the podcast, Dom. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Dom is a graduate transfer from Northeastern State University out of Tahlequah, Oklahoma, in his first year as a Golden Bear. Welcome to the Golden Bear family, Dom. So how's life at CSP been so far? It's been pretty good. been pretty good. It's been a journey to get up here and uh, for the coaches to do what they have done to get my family up here. So, so far, it's, it's, it's great. It's great. I'm pretty sure it's going to be great in the future as well. Hey, that's what we like to hear. So you mentioned your journey. Do you want to kind of talk about that, how a kid from Missouri ends up coming to St. Paul, not once, but twice? I know, right? So um, I graduated early, uh, December two, uh, 2013, from Wyandotte High School in Kansas City, Kansas. So I got the opportunity to graduate early, and then I enrolled as a student athlete on full scholarship at University of Minnesota. I redshirted as a quarterback. Um, pretty much got, like, impatient uh, and was a bit immature at the time. Didn't want to wait. You know, I didn't know what waiting was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I decided to leave and go to Hutchinson Community College. Um, it's in the Kansas Jayhawk Conference of uh, Junior Colleges. Um, I played there 2015. So uh, I was a starter there in 2015. I, I split time with another quarterback, um, Kalen Ben. And uh, that was that was a pretty great experience as well, just to compete against a, uh, a plethora of D1 bounce-back athletes and different types of athletes and all of that. Uh, I received my AA degree from there. Uh, I graduated with my AA. And then I uh, transferred to Northeastern State University. It's in the MIAA conference. Uh, I was a starter there for two years, so for from 2016 until last season. And so I did pretty well there, did my thing. Um, things just didn't work out for me there yeah. uh, as far as going into my senior year. Uh, I still had a lot of growing up to do. I uh, didn't really see eye to eye with the coach. But I take all fault because, you know, as a captain of a team, as a leader, I need to do more, uh, bring more to the table, bring more maturity to the table. And so I didn't have it at the moment. So okay. it was it was in the best interest that I would leave. And then I got the opportunity to come here. Okay. Concordia St. Paul. So back in Minnesota for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's awesome. Can you kind of tell us about why did you end up why did you choose Concordia or what made it stand out? The funny thing is in twenty fifteen I was actually committed here out of JUCO. Oh really? Yeah, I was okay. committed here in twenty fifteen. It's just that's when uh Coach Courier uh he had first came back and everything wasn't together the way I needed it to be, you know what I'm saying, for um, 
financial aid and uh, just paperwork stuff because everything was everywhere. So I decided to go to the school that I graduated from. I got you. Yes, sir. And then uh, after I, you know, after I decided uh, things weren't uh, best for me at Northeastern State, that's when Coach Currier uh, hit me back up on Twitter and things just went on from there. Hey, we're glad to have you. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the quarterback position is widely regarded as probably the toughest position in all of sports. Mm Mm-hmm. Add on being a student athlete and all the schoolwork and everything that that brings. Can't talk about what it's like being quarterback on campus, being that big man on campus that everyone looks to. Um, for me personally, I never look at it as being that type of guy because just growing up hearing the naysayers and uh, stereotypical viewpoints of quarterbacks, you know, because first I'm an African American quarterback, which is. Uh, Stereotypically, he's just a runner. No, I pass the ball. Yeah. I run when I need to because I have the IQ, the I have what it what it takes to become and and be a a prominent quarterback. Okay. And then um second of all, it's just just when all eyes are against a person like me, I love that. Yeah. I love it. That's what I strive I strive for the underdog and so for 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 me to be considered, you know, the guy, it's a blessing. It's a blessing because I honestly didn't know where I was going to be able to play my senior year of football. So for me to be here, you know, on campus and actually playing my senior season, I just can't do nothing but thank God. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. So it sounds like your faith is probably something that's really important to you. Oh, super important. Without my faith, I would not be here. I'm trying to tell you. I don't know where I – like I said, I don't know where I was going to play football at. I was yeah. so – in my in my mind, I was I was everywhere. But I couldn't be physically and uh, express it out really. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a wife and two babies. I have a, a daughter. Her name is Faith. She's one and a half. And I have a son. He's three months. So I can't walk around – with my uh, uh my head tucked. Yeah. Because I have a family that stands strong for, for you sure. know what I'm saying? So Yeah. All that all my faith. I'm, I'm crying to God. I can't cry out loud. I'm crying to God. I'm like, yeah. God, I don't know what's going to go on, but I'm going to keep it strong. I'm going to keep working out. I'm going to keep doing my thing until somebody give me the opportunity that chance. I mean, I I don't take any of this lightly. I got you. Because I I'm going to make this my profession, you know what I'm saying? So Okay. I like I said uh, earlier, my maturity levels has risen. Because I used to, I, I didn't take this as serious as I needed to in the past. Sweet. You know what I'm saying? So this is the opportunity of a lifetime, honestly. I don't care what division we are in. It's an opportunity of a lifetime. I can go places, you know, yeah. with this team because of this team. So For sure. Definitely. Yeah, it's good to hear. Good to hear. Appreciate it. So last weekend, you and the team went down to Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. the number 20 team in the country. And you guys had them on the ropes. You guys were a few made plays away from walking out there with the W. Yeah. I mean, tough loss, but there's got to be some positives you can take away from that, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Positives out of that game were we scored three times. Uh, They were ranked, obviously, but my mentality against every team, it's like I'm preparing. Like, I'm playing Alabama. (laughs) You know, and I don't care who it is. If if they're uh, highly ranked, if they're not ranked at all, I don't care. I'm going to play you like it's a championship because all all of that stuff counts. And it all starts with practice and the 
practice habits turn into game habits. So yeah. that's how I was taught that at a young age, and I keep that in the back of my mind. But, yeah, that game, man, that game was something else. That game, And I literally cried. I'm talking about tears before the game. Yeah. Because it, it, it goes back to me not knowing where I was going to be playing my senior season of college football. For sure. So when we got off the bus, I literally cried at the uh, the goalpost, mm-hmm. crying and praying like, God, I thank you. Because without him, I wouldn't be able to play ball. So I take everything. I don't take anything for granted. Matter of fact, I don't take any any of that for granted. So the positive positives out of that game were, you know, we scored three times uh, against a ranked opponent, and we had them on the ropes. But we have to finish. You know what I'm saying? So, mm. yeah, it was it was a good game. It was a good game for us. It could have been way better though. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. always better when you win. <laughs> always yeah. can't complain with that. <laughs> So last week, sophomore running back Shaq Johnson had two receiving touchdowns in the game. So I decided to do some research and found the last time a CSP running back caught two touchdowns in a season was Sam Campbell from the 2010 team. They went 8-4 and four oh, wow. and played the Mineral Water Bowl. And CSP hasn't had a running back catch more than two touchdowns at a Division II school. So is there something that you saw and the coaches saw that made Shaq a go-to option, or was he doing something different, or... Not that he was doing anything different. He was just being him. Yeah. He's a baller. He's Def- a baller? Yeah, he's definitely a baller. He got it in him. He, he practiced like he's a baller, so he's going to play like he's a baller. Yeah. So just that confidence level that he had going into the game, I knew he was – you know what I'm saying? It was his time to do his thing. Yeah. So I, I, tr- I trust everybody. But it, it was – God just called on his number, you know what I'm saying, twice. So yeah. he hurdled a guy, <laughs> stiff arm. It was, it was nasty. Yeah, he, was, he was doing his thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So kind of talking about your weapons here, what do you kind of think of Marcus Gustavuson? Oh, man, big body. I've been preparing for a receiver like him my whole <laughs> college career, man. Big body. Big body, go get the ball, box people like, like he playing basketball. It's easy yeah. for him. Yeah. It's easy for him. He makes it look pretty easy, oh, I'd yeah. say. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm blessed to have him on, on the receiving core, honestly. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So when you're not tossing, t- tossing touchdowns on the field, what do you like to do in your free time? In my free time, so I'm a musician. Oh, really? I'm a musician. I've been playing the drums since I was like three years old. Okay. I played for my church back at home, Kingdom Word Ministries in Kansas City, Missouri. Cool. And then uh, so I like to uh, – I listen to music. I really li- When I listen to music, I listen for the instruments mainly. Is there a certain genre of music that you're into? Gospel. 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 Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. I listen gospel all day long. Um Outside of music, I play with my I play with my children. Yeah, they're very lively, and of course, I like to spend quality time with my wife. You know what I'm saying, just to make mm-hmm. sure she knows that I still I still love her. You know <laughs> what I'm saying, because football season can take up a whole lot of time. Yeah, and outside of that, I also I've been cutting hair since I was 12. Oh, really? So I'm 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 the barber on campus. How'd you want to do that? Uh, so I had a few uncles who've been cutting for a while. You know, they were real nice with the Clippers. So. Uh, they were cutting my hair, and you know sometimes I would want a, a different type of way, and I'm like, ah, I want it, I want it this way, so I'm gonna just start trying on my own self. Okay. And then I, you know, I was messing up at first. <laughs> I was 12, and then uh, I was blessed because I have uh, two younger brothers, so I got to practice on their <laughs> heads too. And I had an uncle who always would shave his head bald, so I'm like, let me practice on your head, since you you always shave your head bald, and he let me. And so that's how I start getting better from there. Hey, maybe I'll give you a call sometime later this semester. <laughs> we'll work something I, out. I'll hook you up, man. <laughs> Definitely. 
So do you have an NFL player that you kind of try to model your game after? Or when you were in the backyard, mm-hmm. everyone has that player that they said, oh, I, I dibs Adrian Peterson. That yeah. was my guy when I yeah. was growing up. But that dream fell apart fast. <laughs> but who is that for you? Do you have a player you... Uh, so starting at a young age, it definitely had to be Michael Vick. Mike Vick. Yeah. I, I was just, I'm just not left-handed. So <laughs> so it was Mike Vick. I wanted to juke everybody. I wanted to do all that I could to be, become Mike Vick. And then growing up, so it was Mike Vick at first, and then middle school it was Tim Tebow. I had his picture in my uh, in my wristband before every game. Oh, really? I looked at his picture. Uh, you, do you remember the movie Like Mike? I do, kind of. Okay, yeah. so he wanted to be like Michael Jordan. So I'm like, make me like Tim <laughs> every <laughs> before every game, and so it became uh, Mike Vick, Tim Tebow, and then uh, in high school I wanted to be Cam Newton. Okay. Wanted to be Cam Newton. I wore number one since middle school, uh, and then here recently, I just I just been a big fan of <clears throat> Russell Russell Wilson. Okay. Just because we're so similar, you know, in size, height, you know what I'm saying. So yeah. I just wanted to be realistic with my views because I couldn't. I could be more like uh, Mike Vick, but he was way faster than I am. And then Tim Tebow, he's taller. Cam Newton, obviously, I, he's taller. Yeah. So I wanted to reach out to somebody that I was six foot. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can go with Russell. You know there what I'm saying? So yeah. I was always uh, Russell and then Tyrod Taylor. He real solid to me. And then I've been watching a lot of uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's just so dynamic. So, But if I had to model my game right now, I'd say it would be after Russell Wilson. Okay. Are there kind of some traits you kind of like to – do you ever watch like their film and try and say, okay, I like that, and I'm going to try and emulate that on the field? Yes, definitely. Their timing. Their timing is magnificent. Mm-hmm. Like They know where everybody's, where everybody's going to be at the uh, specific time. So that's what I've been working on my game with as far as just timing. Timing is an evident key of being successful on the field. Yeah. So, yeah. And do you think that, do you think that timing comes with just repetition and being with your guys and working on your craft? Definitely. Working on the craft, I do something after practice every single day. I've been uh, going to film early, you know, watching film uh, earlier in the day before actual film starts just to meet with the coaches and, you know, see where their heads are as far as what I can learn more of and what I can do better of. So that's what I've been doing. Okay. So if you had to do a scouting report on yourself, how would you scout yourself? What do you see as your strengths and your weaknesses? Uh, Strengths, if I had to do a scouting report on myself, I wouldn't have no weaknesses. Uh, no, I'm just playing. Uh, uh, strengths, it would be uh, power um, as far as throwing and running. Uh, accuracy would probably be at like a solid – accuracy probably be like a 78, 79, <laughs> up in that range. Uh, I'm not too much of a speedy guy, but I'm not super slow. Okay. So it's like deceptive. You know what I'm saying? So I might look like, oh, he can't, he, he can't run that fast. And then you try to run with me. Like, oh, dang, I didn't know he can move like that. <laughs> so uh, elusiveness, I wouldn't be – I wouldn't rate myself too high on elusiveness. No, I'm just being honest. Um, You'd rather just run the guy over rather than yeah, come out, right? Yeah. I, one move, I'll probably give you a stick here, but I'm not finna – I'm I'm good on that. i just give you one move and I'll get up the field. Okay. Game about four yards, five yards. That's all I need. We'll take it. Yeah. And then um, weaknesses would be um, – that's pretty hard. 
because I'm I'm not finna put my weaknesses out there. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I got you. I like it. I like yeah. it. So when it's all said and done, your football career is over. What did What do you want to do with your life? Uh, like I said earlier, man, this this is gonna be my professional career. But of course, football doesn't last forever. Yep. But I believe strongly that I'm gonna be a professional in this sport. Um. So after football, I do want to own my own chain of barbershops. I don't want to, I don't want to be a barber for the rest of my life because I don't want to cut hair, sit in the shop all day, all night. I'm, I don't want to do that. I have a life. I want to live a life outside of uh, work. So on my own barbershops and on my own uh, musical industry. As far as uh, it's called Jam Sessions, and I already wrote some stuff out. It's a, it's the slogan is where musicians can be musicians. So okay. it's like a, a gym for musicians to where you can just practice your craft for a certain amount of time and things of that nature. Okay. Is there a place we can listen to that or is that? Uh, listen, uh, it's not, it's just, uh, it's not like something you can listen to. Okay. It's just a place where musicians can, like I'm a drummer, so I can go to this uh to the jam session center and just drum, you know, okay. for how long and practice you. and stuff. I, if I, I'm a pianist, I can just play the piano for how long or whatever. I got you. Just kind of yeah. like it's a jam session. Yeah. Makes sense. Definitely. I got you. Well, that's all we got, Dom. Thanks I for coming it. on. I really I appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yes, sir. It's been awesome having you. Thank you. But so each week I like to recognize the male and female CSP athlete of the week. And this week it was... None other than the man we have here with us, Don McKenzie, after his performance at Sioux Falls, after going 19 of 32 for 236 passing yards and three scores. And Brooklyn Lewis of the volleyball team was named Female Athlete of the Week after being named Colorado Premier Challenge All-Tournament Team. Rounding out the rest of this week, volleyball is at Upper Iowa tonight. That starts at 6 o'clock. Tomorrow, cross-country is at the Oz Memorial here in the Twin Cities. Saturday, the volleyball team is hosting Billy Brown Junior Day against Upper Iowa. That game kicks off at noon, and the volleyball team hosts Winona State at 5 in the Gangelhoff Center. And on Sunday, the soccer team is at Viterbo University. That kicks off at 1 o'clock. Well, I think that rounds out our first episode of the CSP Bears podcast. I hope you had a little bit of fun. I know I did. Tune in next week for episode 2. That's all, Golden Bear fans. See ya. All right.